You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's up, guys? Welcome back to a very special episode of Married to Reality. I'm John here with my wife and co-host, of course, Teresa, as well as our new friends and special guests, Chris and Wah of the DocuSweeties podcast. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having us. Thanks for being here. Guys, if you just stumbled over here and and press play and, and don't know what's going on, we did part one. Over on the Docky Sweeties podcast, we we covered a little, we did a little overarching the other way talk, and, and and we all have some thoughts. So if you didn't listen to that, definitely go over there and listen to that. And then we did Carlos and Valentine. Well, we did not do them, although Valentine may want us to do. He's <laughs> the more the better, right? We talked about Carlos and Valentine, and again, an interesting discussion was had. So make sure you go check out part one on the Docky Sweeties podcast. We're gonna cover. Jessica and Juan and Lydia and Scott on on this part too. But before we do, Chris, if you want to tell our friends who may not be familiar with your podcast, a little bit about your podcast, that'd be awesome. Great. Yeah. Great. So here's here's the thing. We we, we love to talk, both of us. We can't can't wait to talk and see who's going to talk first. We're like really, we're really good friends. We've been friends for years. And so randomly in life we would watch tv together and stuff and this was a show that we started watching and then one billion years ago we started like just talking about it on youtube um by this show obviously this is season four of this we're talking 90 day fiance (laughs) you know oh mother mother country um and from that we started also just having a lot of fun doing live streaming on youtube and such you know and we're as artists as content artists we have evolved that into having <laughs> this really fun podcast docu sweeties where we get to have our fun in very sometimes cynical or you know little sassy but sweet hopefully friendship talk and recap different docu-series from the trashy ones like Love After Lockup and 90 Day Fiance and all of that to stuff that's on Netflix or Hulu that's like more bingey, watchy, someone's getting murdered or a cult leader or something like that. <laughs> um, okay. Go ahead, Wa. Let me say it. Now, now let me say exactly what she said in like what makes sense. So Chris and I have known each other for the better part of 18 years. Oh boy. We met, let me tell you our love story. We met at an audition. I walked in and I saw her sitting there and it was love at first sight. And she had bangles on her wrist. And I was like, who is this A fabulous person? And we auditioned for this show. We got in, we, we had our first rehearsal and we like beelined to each other. Like, thank God, thank God you got cast. And then we've been friends ever since. And um, we started off, uh, Chris actually introduced me to the show with season, I can't remember, four with Anfisa and George. 
And uh, she would she would be like, I have to watch 90 Day Fiance. And I'd be like, OK, because I'd be hanging out at her house in L.A. And then um, finally, one day I just watched before the 90 days. I w- had a YouTube channel and I did makeup and I watched before the 90 days and I met Darcy Silva and mm. fell in love. That's a life changing moment for all of us. Amen. I mean, yeah, it was Paul and Karini. It was that amazing season one of before the 90 days. And I was like, Chris, Chris, you have to do this. You're the one who introduced me to this show. You have to do it. So then she got her channel and then we had our channels and now we have our podcast and we're docu sweeties. That's awesome. That is a, it's a beautiful love story. Unlike the love stories that we'll talk about on, <laughs> on this podcast today, um, mm-hmm. I say we just get right into it. Because yeah, let's do it. This this episode, episode one, kicked off with fresh meat, fresh faces, because there were there was a couple, and I I, I use this term lightly, older older faces. Um, <laughs> just meaning that we've we've seen them in other iterations of, of the show or the series, Lydia and Carlos and Valentine, but Jessica and Juan, who grace our screens first. This is. This is the type of couple that drew me into this franchise in the first place. We have Jessica, 29, from Torrington, Wyoming. Okay. Didn't know that place existed until now. And Juan, my wife has schooled me on how to pronounce this name. Juan. 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 Okay. So if I'm tickling your eardrums, listeners, that's because I'm pronouncing the name properly. Juan from Colombia, also 29. You live, you learn. So 29. Two, two 29-year-olds, the ages check out. The aesthetics check out. They're, they're a good-looking couple. And I think that's where it's going to end. I think that's where the good news is going to end because this couple seems it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a tragic turn. And unfortunately, there are children involved. You think so? Okay. I only think it may or may not take a tragic turn because of where she lives. And listen, we've been to Wyoming, love Wyoming, love Montana, love hiking, but a town where there is more cows than people and a guy who lives in paradise and is surrounded by hot people on the boat making drinks cannot live in what's what is called Torrington, Torrington, Wyoming. And I think you that's just what made it's my end. argument. You just made my argument for me, Teresa. Thank you. So let's welcome, move to the next Jonathan. couple. No. <laughs> uh, Chris, Chris, Chris why are we, are we cynical? Is there any chance for this couple? No, I'll be honest. I agree with you all. It's just like that Chinese food restaurant. It's the perfect metaphor of this relationship <laughs> in this town. Honey, someone thought it was a good idea, but it's not. And it's not definitely sustainable. <laughs> you know, like it's dark. It's going out of business. Restaurant. It's going out of I, business soon. Too bad because I can't tell you how much I love a spring roll. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an egg I'm an egg roll guy, but I won't follow. I love you spring for, rolls. All right. I didn't know there was a difference. One, two. I how, I have so many questions. How much money does she make that she's been to Colombia six times in the last whatever, and then she just goes on a cruise? I want to know. I does she own the land? Like, does she not pay mm. rent? She has two children, and she can afford to go on vacation as often as she's gone, or at least to go see her boo as often as she's gone. Also, this like husband ex-husband i want to know like has he not had any worries about her meeting a bartender on a cruise and then introducing her two very young impressionable boys to this man these are all good concerns she says something like she couldn't be able she would not be able to do the traveling that she had unless she 
what wasn't co-parenting as well as she was because of how am- amicable the relationship was. Now, having mm-hmm. said that, I wonder what his thoughts are having watched some stuff because there are some questionable parenting happening this episode. But <laughs> very, uh, very you know, true. Yeah, <laughs> he might be very young too because I think his, she's so fun. You know, she looks like she had these babies, honey, when she was like. 14 not really but like 19 and a half you know what I'm saying like <laughs> mm-hmm. and she dresses so young like I, one thing I'll tell you right now that definitely Hua Han did not know had no idea when he came up to that girl at the casino that night that she had two kids not ever like oh, she absolutely. saw that rainbow shirt and those t- short 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 jean shorts and he was like she hadn't had no babies but she had had mm-hmm. two babies she looks great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a it's a very good point you make there. Yeah, this was just he he has anointed himself the hot bartender, which is red flag number one and number two. But you're right; he just saw this attractive young female and said another notch on the belt. Mm-hmm. But then maybe I don't know. I don't know if he was guilted into it or he realized, okay, I can't just be playing with the heart of a mother of two. He somehow got sucked into this relationship, and. It's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be rocky. I think the seas it's are gonna, gonna be, be a rocky. little rocky. And yeah. it's gonna yeah. be so. Here's the thing: they reminded me of Amber and Daniel. Mm. Um, have a I keep I kept calling him Daniel, but Daniel. Mm-hmm. And but unlike Amber and Daniel, they cannot go anywhere. It's not like oh, let's move to Florida, let's move to Miami. They cannot because she has a shared custody, mm-hmm. so they're mm-hmm. stuck in small town. Torrington, Wyoming, where it smells like cow, cow poop, and that's it. And smell I'm just town, picturing smell town. I'm just picturing this guy bartending at a Chinese restaurant if it ever reopens, and that would be <laughs> it. That would be his life, and I don't see that happening. Mm-mm. No, yeah. no. Call me so soup. <laughs> that's Japanese. Me, uh, me, me, so horny, and that's what got him into this whole mess to start. <gasps> Yes, those green eyes, honey. Those green eyes will get you every time. Them devil eyes. Is he attractive? What's the verdict on this? Yes, not my I type. Can't tell. It's like he has all the makings of possibly being attractive, but they're not quite put in the right order on his face to where he's like truly attractive. The only good thing about him going to Wyoming is that at least he's not like a dark skinned Latino. He might get away with looking like the locals, except for then he starts speaking. Mm-hmm. Like that, my one of my worries is when anybody from another country goes to a place, and I, I don't know anything about Wyoming, but these are concerns when you go to rural places where people are mainly the same ethnicity, and that ethnicity is not Colombian. Um, so, you know, that was one of my concerns for him. And then also being a dad to, you know, I'm not saying that Jessica doesn't. Jessica has a has a very specific, um, you know, tra- like rearing style. Um, or at least the, what she was showing us on TV was quite interesting. And I don't know um, if Juan quite understands it, especially because he's not like he's ever said like, oh, I had nieces and nephews, so I understand it. Like he's coming completely yeah. fresh. And mm-hmm. I and this is this is really shitty of me, but I kind of feel bad for him. Hmm. Honestly, I feel bad in a sense that he, and I can speak to that as as a fellow foreigner, like foreigners have a certain perspective of America, right? And every country has a different perspective. A lot of Europeans have a perspective that, oh, we go and visit, but we don't want to live here really. And there are a few of us that 
fell in love with the country on a man. Hello, Jonathan. But <laughs> uh, the idea is like, oh, you see US, you see the, the US and you see New York, you see LA, you see Miami, right? Those are the big cities and the TV, what's on TV and the movies. No one tells you about the small town, USA, middle of nowhere, <laughs> just like silos and cows. And he doesn't probably know that. You might tell him I live in a small town. He probably thinks like, oh, small town outside of a big town, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not Wyoming. Mm-hmm. And so even if they somehow make it and the week is going to go so well, you're going to fall in love. Once he gets to this town, he's going to be like, absolutely fucking not. So... Mm-hmm. I don't it's, know. I'm I'm excited to watch them, but it's such a a life change because yeah, you're going from a boat to to land. You're going from a lot of people to no people. The language, Literally. the jobs. Now he's got kids. Yeah, everything in his life is about to change. The weather. The weather. Oh yeah. The yeah the wardrobe. No more no more board shorts. No no more going topless. Wearing your board shorts now. For like a month out of the year. Topless. Going topless. Shout out to (laughs) uh, Rishi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So so the plan here, we learn that Jessica's going to go back to Columbia with the kids for a week. And this is going to be like a trial run. Juan Juan has met the kids once, which I'll give credit to, to Jessica for not just shoving the kids down his throat immediately. But now it's time for him to go play daddy for a week to see if if he can handle it. And this is just a bogus test. This isn't this is not a true test of can he be a father or not, especially because she's bringing a friend, a babysitter with her. Yeah, that's for very sure. true. Megan, her famous traveling buddy, old <laughs> Megan, honey, Megan and her just get on two two for one deals and travel zoo. They just hop on flights all the goddamn time. I bet they have a wealth of, you know, crazy ass stories between them. But um, yeah, you know, what what obviously is painful for me is a comment that she makes to her boys in anticipation of going over there. Okay. Uh, okay. So, wow. Why don't you bring it up? <laughs> oh no, I was gonna agree with you. So he, she says, she's like, I need you guys to act right so that he'll like me, Ooh. or something oh, like that. I'll write. I'll say. Oh, you know what? We have it written that. down. Uh, oh, that was me. So they were in the kitchen. They were like playing around on each other, and she's like, "Guys, don't wrestle." And then she makes, uh, I guess, an American classic, which is which, <laughs> which I didn't learn was American classic classic until I was well into my adulthood, which is like tomato soup and yeah. uh, grilled cheese. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, and so yeah. after so school she, special, after school special. I never nice. even heard of that until I was in well into my twenties. But um, so she s- makes them that they're playing around, and she's like, "You guys have to be good um, because." And Chris, you can say the quote. I don't want you guys to scare him away. And then they're like, oh. "We won't." This is literally they oh. say, "We won't." No way. He's gonna love us, is what they say. These two sweet angel red-haired boys, honey, ginger boys, the two princes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, is it Harry? Is you know, <laughs> I can't tell. I, the William. I remember that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and did it was too. like I, I, every part of me, like, kind of like bit every other part of me. You know, like I bit myself as I, like my whole body bit the other part of my body. Like it was just like, oh, you know, kind of that kind of like moment where you're like, wow. First of all, 
that has never said anything, never say that any of your relationships have anything to do with them or have them feel any sort of responsibility out of the choices that you are making. You've already told us that this is the first relationship since their dad. And, you know, and I don't know how much work you've done other than the fact that you FaceTime and let them talk all the time. But the verbiage that you're using just makes it feel like if this wasn't to work out, the children would be devastated again. And I think that when you, by the way, I'm a child of divorced parents, so it's a little triggering, but it makes makes me feel like you have to know that if a child has already gone through a divorce, you have to let that not ever be a possibility again that your that like your mom might not or your dad might fall apart and so you have to be on your shit like you've already exposed all that to your kids like your kids are have already gone through a relationship disintegrating so now every adult relationship you have until your kids are 18 that's your time that's between you guys i mean until you're married i don't want to tell you you know like and i want them to meet it's not that i don't want them to meet it's that I want you to never talk about what actually is happening between you and your relationship with that person or how you feel or if they like those kids. From what those kids know, they love those kids. You all- yeah, yes. but putting pressure on the kids is it's kind of dark. I mean, we've seen so many relationships where one partner tries to change the other partner, but now you have mm-hmm. one partner trying to change their kids. Like, don't don't act like kids. We don't want to scare off daddy. And yeah. that's that's super unfair and unfortunate for the kids. And yeah, now that you say it, it rushes back into my memory. And that's wild. Yeah. Daddy, it, the know. hottest bartender on the cruise, honey. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just like, you know, not any. This is the Chinese restaurant thing. This is like, you know, this is not sustainable. This is why. It's, <laughs> Don't this is pull why, this for me. Yeah. And yeah. also, yeah, yeah, it makes me sad for the kids because. Yeah, they, they didn't it, ask but- to be part of this at all. No, but honestly, like she literally said, I live in a town of 5,000 people. I mean, she probably banked a good amount of them in high school. So, and then a lot of old people I can imagine in Wyoming. So if you narrow it down, there are going to be some friends of the husband. Like she doesn't have anyone to choose from. So her going somewhere else and meeting someone on a cruise, I don't think she planned it. I think it happened. And I think she really wants it. And I, I don't have, we don't have kids. Um, I, I'm a child of bickering parents. I mean, they've been going strong for 36 <laughs> years, but they fight all the time. But still together, I, I can't imagine how that feels. Me too. But, <laughs> but I, can, I can tell that, you know, if you are a woman raising your kids alone, you want someone there. And if there is no one around you, you're going to look elsewhere. So... I think she really wants it for herself and for the kids. And it's shitty that the kids might get hurt. But I mean, how else do you want to do it? You want to just fall in love with a guy and then the kids don't like him? I think you kind of have to involve the kids a little bit. I don't know. And I don't fault her for the way she fell in love or if it's love or whatnot. But to to Chris's point, she's putting all this pressure on the kids and not if this is a true That's test true. of can Juan be a father well, this is, a, this is a false test because now you're telling the kids, don't act like you normally do, put on your best face. And then you're bringing Megan in also to try to mitigate the amount of fatherhood that needs to be there. And so she's doing everything she can to, to make it easier for Juan to pass the test. It's not a true test. Let it be a true test and let's see if he is up for the challenge. You know what a true test would be if Juan went to freaking Wyoming? 
mm-hmm. that would have been a true test. But I think it's like really cold. She's like, no, let's go on a vacation and let's be that the true test. So yeah. that's why they're in Colombia. And it's, it's fun. But honestly, playing a house, playing house for a week, how much are you going to learn? And having a Megan there that's going to babysit you know, so they can share their master bedroom, even though the kids called it. So I don't know. I know. I don't know how this is going to turn out. (laughs) Yeah. The kids are like, I want to sleep with mommy. Like that, that five-year-old or six-year-old, I don't know how old he is. He doesn't get it at all. And when mom's like, you cannot sleep with me. He's like, you're being mean. And if he even (laughs) slightly remembers his mother saying, don't mess it up for me, uh, then he could feel some (laughs) kind of way about that. And yeah, Megan being there, Megan is just happy that this this whole situation is happening to her. She now has a story that she can tell her other friends about her one friend who went to Columbia on a cruise and like met a man and is now... In, in love with him. I mean, Megan is there taking video and photographs of them, like loving each other. I feel like Megan is her, her like chaperone and comes on every trip simply to take video. There's a lot oh. of pictures of those two <laughs> and it's not them taking it. They're not selfies. Like it is somebody <laughs> else having taken these pictures of them. M- Megan is thanking her lucky stars. The activities director was interested in someone else on the last <laughs> cruise because yeah, she'd be in this predicament herself. But when they got to Columbia, there was a real embrace when Juan saw the kids, the kids saw Juan. I was like, this is sweet. This could work. He, he is showing love and affection and attention to the kids. He's not just all about banging mom, which is until, positive. until the kids called the master bedroom. Then he's like, uh, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> you take the master bedroom. I'll take the master baiting is really what oh. it came down to. <laughs> Hi-yo. All right, John. Hey, we're having, hey. We're having, we're having fun here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I can't even say I'm rooting for them because it just, it's false, false hope. I don't see it working out in the long run because of, I'm, because of the kids. I'm rooting for them for two reasons. One is because I feel for the kids and if he could be a good dad, sure. Second reason is very selfish. And it's me wanting to be on the 90 day OG when he actually moves to Wyoming. Because I'm so down to watch this dude in Wyoming. And again, we've been there. And I have a decent idea of what life is up there. Like, and I don't think I could do it. And I'm very outdoorsy or I think I am. I don't see, I don't see who I'm doing this or making it. So please make it work and go on 90 day OG because I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Any other thoughts about Juan and Jessica? I just think that you're right. I think that if they're on and they should be on, we're going to see him come. It's going to be culture shock. She's going to ask him, like, why aren't you making money for us? you got to start doing this. Why aren't you doing this for the kids? You're not doing this for the kids. And then he's going to be like, but I don't even know what life's like here. And how come this is, okay? you know, like this, you know, I can't even get my working permit. I can't even do this yet. And she's going to be like, stop playing video games. Stop drinking all the time. You know, and he's going to be like, <laughs> yes. I think I can see it happen. So oh, yeah. I agree. Uh, I'd like to see that kind of, um, Play out. Mm-hmm. It's a tale as old as time on 90 Day Fiance. Song as old as rhyme. Mm-hmm. Beauty. And like to not give beast. shit to foreigners. I think foreigners, a lot of foreigners, not all of them, but a lot, are very humbled and hardworking people. But you need to be in a city with opportunities, right? And I don't see a lot of opportunities for him in a small town Wyoming. Again, like it's just not going to happen. Like, He's, let's say he's a bartender, right? He's a decent bartender. 
who are you going to bartend for? How, you know, if they lived in a bigger city, I can see them happening. I can see him making money. I can see him contributing to the relationship, unlike many others. But I, I just don't see this. But as I said many times, I'm so here for it. I'm also curious yeah. what she does for a living. <laughs> you have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand. And even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. All right. If there's nothing else to say about that couple, should we move on to the talk of the town? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is... <laughs> This is uh, all of our dreams come true. This is like a 90 day fiance fairy tale. It's almost like it's I feel the same way about Lydia being on uh, Love in Paradise, the same way I feel about Mother Debbie being on Single Life. Wow. It's the same thing for me. It's like it is another franchise and it's your turn, you know, and, and they're I did both like watching that. I did like watching that. Mm hmm. Uh, so far, I'm liking watching Lydia. In, in full disclosure, we never watched Family Chantel. Yeah. Oh. So if there's anything we need to know that comes into play from from that storyline to this, if you guys have watched, please please share. Wait, can I just clarify? How about? But did you watch when Pedro and Chantel were on 90 Day Fiance? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. You we do watched know, so all you know, 90 Day Fiances all seasons. Yes. <laughs> so you. So this is you. You know her. You know her. Wow. What? We yeah. The, 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 the front, like feet, all, the, yeah, all that happened. Yeah. Cause yeah, mm-hmm. all of that happened on a fiance. I mean, yeah. Harvesting the American dollar. Had oh my fiance. gosh. Um, and then the awkward, <laughs> the fight, the kick, oh, what you say? Yeah. What you say? That happened on 90 oh, yeah. fiance. <laughs> yeah, Lydia, Lydia's harvesting the TLC dollar and that's, I think uh, why yeah. she's on. And I am, this. listen, bravo, because your son went on a random show. I mean, really, it's Chantel's. Chantel was the one who put them on, but they yeah. are the reason why they. She, they are her, Nicole and the, Lydia are the reason why they stayed, and that's important. And even with season one of Chantel, um, the family Chantel, Lydia and Nicole were there. Nicole has learned English. Like yeah. she fully learned a new language so that she could be on a, an American television show and they have done the best with their makeup and their money. So I'm happy for them. It's an evolution and I'm happy to see. And when she walked out in her bathing suits and shit, I was like, yes, bitch. Yes. They're the only snatched. They're the only family that has parlayed it into their own series, except besides Darcy and Stacey. Right. Um, well, um, Annie and David, uh, they have yeah, a show. Yeah, they're too happy for this. Okay. <laughs> they're too they're too in love. I don't know. Yeah, Alex yes. and Alex and or Lexi and Lauren mm-hmm. and then David and Annie they're have also those too happy. spinoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, good for them. And yes, Lydia is looking good. But before we go down that rabbit hole, we have to talk about Scott. Okay. He's a respiratory therapist. He lives with a swell dog. He has a swell dog alley. Very swell a, dog. Did you notice, though, 
and I've talked to Therese about this. She didn't notice it. Allie was wearing a service dog vest. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh. What service does that dog provide? Is is he a translator? Because I don't think Scott speaks Spanish. What service does this dog provide? <laughs> Maybe it's like a support. Techniques. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah. He, I think that Scott maybe deals with some anxiety, which I'm, later on in the season when he's going to get an earful and an eyeful and, you know, a face full of Nicole, like we'll just see how he can handle it. But I mean, think, I, I feel, listen, I bet he wishes that dog was there with him when he's in the DR, honey, getting almost attacked. <laughs> yeah, I think this is going to be him. a very, very interesting relationship but yeah beautiful dog he is in florida hello native florida i mean we're not but maybe he is it's where it's where all 90 dayers are born or go to die yeah Uh, (laughs) exactly (laughs) yes well i don't do you know where spring hill is what is it no is it like miami-ish tampa-ish it's all florida it's all florida there's there's miami and then there's the rest, the of, rest Florida. of Florida. Yeah. yeah. It's in the rest of Florida, I would imagine. Scott loves that dog, honey. It has a service fest. It has a red tutu, honey. I mean, you, he is They take it showers up. together. Beautiful. It's, yeah. Scott says I'm, that he was with his uh, high school sweetheart for 25 years, and that's the only woman he had sex with. And after 25 years, he divorced her and went buck wild fuck wild i yeah (laughs) (laughs) like a kid in a candy store he said yeah you know what like good thing that they they get together in high school and you know 20 30 years ago whenever because like nowadays i don't believe in high school sweethearts because you have to bang it out of your system try all the apps i'm sorry it's true try all the apps and then meet someone who are like Yes, been there, done that, but this person is it. Because if you just stay with someone you meet at your, when you're 15, then you get to like 25-ish. And who knows what, you know, all the apps nowadays. I met John on Tinder and it was like a kid in a candy store and he was the best candy I came across. Oh, and here we are. Extra sweet, hello. Nice. Extra sweet. <laughs> but it, it's so true. Like I, I, you know, John has some past. I don't really but I was dating but I'm glad we don't talk about it but I'm glad because now I feel like all right he did his thing I did my thing and it wasn't it but then we met each other and here we are if you just meet someone in high school you never try anything else and I don't believe it's gonna work out in nowadays world absolutely not and Scott Scott came across all these apps and he's like holy shit like Mm -hmm. look what's out there and here he is the, fr- the, the first person he had sex with after his wife, after 25 years, he's only had sex with the only one person's only in his whole life. Like, he, I wish that I could just kind of be like, can you just tell us about that first time after? Like, what was that like for you? You <laughs> know, like, penis. I would yeah. love to know. And her. Yeah. And I wonder what it was like for her. I'm sure it was <laughs> over before it started. Oh no, I'm on all the apps now and I'm fully in my hoe phase. And uh, it's the first time I've ever been in a hoe phase and I am having a great time. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love gotta. that too. And I think everyone should be in their hoe time. As <laughs> some, a ho- at, at, a, one point, at one point of their life or multiple points, you do you. But I feel like it's, it's important to like put it out there and see what you like, what you dislike, especially mm-hmm. now. 
it must be, and and I experienced this. I was in a long term relationship, and then the apps started to pop, and you're like, "What? How did I not get to experience life with <laughs> apps?" And then I got out of the relationship, and I did, and I did, and I met my wife. Um, but yes, to to be in a relationship and never be able to experience what it's like to swipe, it's Ooh, you you must you feel like swipe. you're missing. You, you got to swipe. You got to try it out. You got to stretch that finger. And yeah, it's, it's got a stressful and, and exhilarating at the same time. It's addicting. It's it's a little too addicting, mm. which is the only downside. But it, it helped it's me find my wife. So it's, it's, beautiful it's a beautiful too. thing. It's yeah, beautiful no, thing. when it works out, it works out. And, you know, listen, it, he for Scott, though. OK, this is what I want to know. Do we believe this story? So this is what we're supposed to believe. That Nicole has been dating Alejandro, which which is on I uh, must have been on Family Day Chantel. I didn't watch yeah. that, but wow. Did you watch that? Yeah, I watched all seasons. You know, I gotta support <laughs> black people. So um <laughs> watched all four seasons of the Family Chantel. Did we see so Alejandro? What's the story? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay, you guys don't know who Alejandro is. I let me tell you. Okay. Yes, tell so us. um I think like season two, Alejandro came into the scene, or maybe season three. And um, he is a person that Nicole met on social media and he's from New York City and nobody knew about him. So Lydia didn't really know about him. Pedro didn't really know about him. And then one day, uh, Pedro, no, no, Alejandro came to the Dominican Republic and he was like telling Lydia, like all the things that he does, like he's a hustler. He works, he works at a dishwasher. He's done this. He works at a, a, a cell phone store, whatever. And Lydia fully felt like he was absolute basura for her daughter. Like she could do so much better. She had uh, basura is trash and that she could, um, that she was like Miss Dominican Republic or ran in the pageants and she was educated and she could do so much better than Alejandro. And so she hated Alejandro and Alejandro was like this slick, like he always had a lot of cologne. He wore tight pants. He had his hair quaffed and Lydia hated him because she thought that he was just like a dishwasher, like a dirty dishwasher who the, um, didn't didn't belong. And then Pedro ended up flying to New York City to meet I've with Alejandro. That. I've seen fought that. him on the streets. And Chantel is like somewhere in the background being like, Pedro, no, as like they're fighting in the streets or whatever. And, you know, that was all trumped up. But, I mean, Alejandro didn't do anything to Lydia, but Lydia just hated him outright. Um, so they had like a couple of, like a season and a half or whatever together. And, um, somehow she meets, she meets Scott through Alejandro who lives in New York city. Alejandro doesn't even live in Florida. They work out at a a gym together and like what? Where's the gym? Like virtual? In Virginia. It's Virginia. That's (laughs) where it is. They meet in the, they met in the middle. <laughs> maybe maybe Alejandro was on a vacation in Florida or something. But I had the same question because I didn't watch Family Chantel, but Jen and I we do travel quite a bit. And when we do, obviously John takes an hour long shower, so I put on the cable that we don't have normally. And I, I was watching Family Chantel multiple times during the time that it was on cable. So I've seen some of these stuff. And yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Like I knew he was in New York City. I knew there was some drama. I knew about a dishwasher thing. But yeah, I don't exactly know how he met Scott. Maybe, it doesn't, it doesn't maybe, add up. Maybe Alejandro moved to Florida because a lot of New Yorkers mm. do that. They mm. move to Florida for, we did you know, co- cheaper cost of living. Guilty. Yeah, and, Ooh, and so like he might have done that. <laughs> and also, 
I think that Alejandro's thing was that he was married. Like he came here on somebody mm. else's K one visa, and that was the that was the reason why Lydia hated him because he was married to somebody else who he was like in the middle of getting a divorce from, but oh. hadn't gotten that divorce, and so Lydia just felt like he was one of these like scamming men who like came to the U S. and But I'm like, it's going to get Lydia to the U. I mean, it's going to get Nicole to the U.S. And then the other argument was that Nicole was going to leave Lydia by herself in the Dominican Republic. I mean, someone needs to keep sending her TVs and stuff now. And Pedro, I don't know if Pedro still does that. But Mm -hmm. I mean, Lydia is a lawyer, right? I I don't know about the DR, but like in the U.S., if you are a lawyer, you make the big bucks. Yes. No matter what kind of a lawyer you are, you make a decent, you make decent salary. So in Czech, for example, if you're a lawyer, you make a decent salary. Um, Lydia, however, I'm not sure how that thing works. Yeah. And it's just like the amount of schooling it takes to be a lawyer in the U.S., it kind of doesn't add up. So like every time she says she's a lawyer, I'm like, let's go to your office. Like, why can't we film in your office and see you doing Mm -hmm. some lawyering? Do you have a Mm -hmm. business card? Like, is, is there a door with your name on it? Like something, because I don't LinkedIn? quite understand. Yeah, yeah, I don't quite, <laughs> yeah. I don't quite understand the, yeah. I feel like the, the home that they have, Pedro paid for, right? I and don't was- know, but I know, like, okay, I have a thing lately. For some reason, when I get drunk, I always want to be an immigration lawyer and I drunkenly research and then I sober up and I realize what I research and it's just so much shit and so much work. And I have my bachelor's. I would have to get another extension bachelor's and the master's. And I don't want to get into that, but it's very difficult. Right. And I, I can imagine, I have a friend who's a lawyer in Czech. It was like seven years of schools. Mm. So I don't think it's just hard in the U S I think it's hard everywhere. But yeah. if you don't see her doing any of it, so I don't know if she got her degree and she doesn't practice, but if she was a badass lawyer, then I don't think she would be serving chicken feed and asking Pedro for a flat t- screen TV to bring in his luggage. But I might mm-hmm. be wrong. All right, let's, we got to move on because we're bearing the lead here. Lydia had a glow up. Can we talk about this glow up? Because I hate to say it, but she looks good. Chris? Maybe that's what she does with her money. <laughs> You know, it reminds me of, you know how like when you watch The Bachelor and you have like the contestants that, that, that are going for The Bachelor, the girls, and then, you know, like one of them gets picked to be The Bachelorette that, that, that he didn't pick last time. And so there's always a transformation from that initial Bachelor woman contestant that was going for The Bachelor, who is now The Bachelorette. Same thing. If it's the man going for The Bachelorette and he becomes The Bachelor, that person, when he's The Bachelor, will be 20 pounds lighter, will be tan, honey, will be tan, will be, will, he would have gotten like a spray tan, he would have gotten veneers, there's all these little things. If it's girls, then yeah, there maybe there's, guys for sure, Botox, girls, maybe a little filler too, like there's all the little things. She's gotten a lot of laser work to try and do her and uh, get her like, pigmentation down she obviously has her hair done it looks like extensions in some ways mm-hmm, you know like, sure. yeah 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 she's she you know I, okay this is she's had a glow up i just want to know this like 
how is Nicole? Oh, is Nicole had braces on for the entirety of my life? <laughs> she needs a new orthodontist. Did I don't understand if she is it is it clear and it went off? Is it back now? I mean, like I know that she speaks better. Like is, she speaks such better English. I'm like, is this some sort of like Elon Musk bracelets, honey? It's just like you could put on, you know, like braces speak better. I'm not quite sure. Like, but yeah, she. She, she's had him for a minute. She's had him for a minute. She got her braces off in season four of the Sean, family oh. Chantel. They were already off. Okay. So when they have the confessional of her with the high pony yes. with braces on, yes. I'm very confused. I'm like, are they, did they film mm. part of this during the fourth season mm. of, or the third season of family Chantel? And this is all old footage. Like wh- or what? Because that was, I noticed that too. And I was like, has she been had her braces off? It was like a whole episode about how her braces were off. And now she has it on. Yeah. With those braces, I had those braces when I was young for three years. And I wish I still had them because 10 years or 20 years later and my teeth shifted. But I know like a friend of mine got them at the same time. And she had them for six and a half years, like seven years, because her teeth were very weren't straight at all. So she had her braces for the longest time, like from middle school through high school. But so also, this how, might be her you, case too. How do you accessorize for the holidays if you don't have braces? You got to put on like the black and orange rubber bands. You got to do so. I get that from an accessorizing standpoint. But yeah, that seems to be a long time with braces. Yeah, I, I for just for the linear sake also, I would have loved for them to also be like, and also... We hate that Chantel because where we are in life, they are divorced. You know, like I kind of like want them to like also tell us like how they're feeling about that situation. Because obviously in the 90 day world, honey, we've been knowing that like Chantel and Pelgio are like definitely not together, have been not together. And like Chantel did the PR campaign of PR campaigns. Like at one point, like leaked a little like media takeout.com story that like Drake was trying to hit her up in her DMs. I mean, you know, like whoever is handling that PR, like I'd like give that person a medal. Also can you like handle like some podcasts <laughs> uh, because that person gets shit done. But yeah, like I want them to like talk about that. Like, well, you know, for, you know, it's, it's, it's hard looking out there for love because sometimes even when you find love across seas, it doesn't work out, especially in our family. You know, like I wish they would just like, let us know that we know they know a little. Yeah. More. Yeah. Be a little more self-aware. That is interesting. I didn't think about that, that her son found love or tried to find love in America. Now she's doing the same thing. I think it's her time to shine and she's just not. She's shining. All right. She's shining. I'm sure she's just just moving moving forward. I think she's just as ugly on the inside. Time will tell. Um, Yeah. But yeah. The the previews look juicy. Not so (gasps) juicy for Scott. What? Uh, Luckily, luckily he has Allie because he'll need her. I tune out during the previews. I think I just shut down and I say enough is enough. What happened on the previews? Oh my God. When Nicole comes at him, she's like, you are a miserable, stupid little man or whatever. And by the way, she looks completely different. Like for some reason, like we are also seeing like a glowed up Nicole, like in this version of Nicole, she looks back. Like when we first found her like hair broken short, like, you know, like in like a back ponytail, like no makeup, just like those eyes, honey. And that like the gummy smile, whatever, it's all there. 
So like she's yelling at this man and he's like, well, you know, my kids aren't here to defend me and I'm not going to have my reputation be slandered or something like that. Like, I don't know what she's saying or whatever, but he's like handling it as well as he can, which is like a little because the man's so big, he's a big ass white man or whatever, but he's like, has, you know, what seems like the demeanor of like a, you know, a little puppy does he loves dogs or whatever. And so the gentle just, giant. Yeah. Very gentle giant. So like that looks like a very intense scene where also Lydia's in that scene. So they're all there. So. And then we have a scene where she like goes to the water's edge and just like lays in the the, the tide. And we're like, <laughs> oh, you, yeah, this is your fifth or sixth season of reality TV. So you know exactly what is needed. You know, they're they're getting their money from reality TV. Oh, their, yeah. their glow up oh, is not 100%. because she's a, she's a lawyer. It's because Nicole and, you know, the family Chantel really bolstered that entire family. So I honestly think that Lydia should have wrote, writ, wrote, a letter to Chantel thanking her. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think the harvested American dollar goes farther outside of the U.S., right? So I'm sure she is living her best life and is going to continue to live her best life, probably without Scott, because I don't see it happening. I, and, and the one thing we learned that I didn't realize, but she doesn't speak any English, but he doesn't speak Spanish. And there's mm-hmm. this moment when he's like, I don't know what he's saying, what she's saying. I don't <laughs> speak Spanish. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's like pulling Karini, like the translator. Like, no, like that, that is not going to work. But so we, we, we were torn a little bit down the middle on, on Jessica and Juan. I feel like I know where we all stand here, but Lydia and Scott, do we think this is, uh, this is real love? No. <laughs> I'm seeing thumbs down. Seeing heads shaking. Yeah, I, I not only do I not think it's going to last, I am just even suspicious how it started. I mm-hmm. don't know. This reeks of plotting for a position as a cast member and no one would plot harder than those two women honey they've been plotting and they've been glowing up i mean oh, you know yeah. like they're like it feels a version of like cinderella's stepsisters so just like you're like you know cinderella's well if it's not that i want to give this to Chantel, but it kind of feels like you know she's a stepmom and there's one stepsister you know and they're just mildly evil and this is their ball they've been trying to get to you know well i'm invested I'm in. Oh, so, so am I. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I am too. I'm sorry if I... Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, all of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I just can't believe that we... Yeah, it's... We all, we didn't even talk about the three other couples that we don't see. We have three whole other couples we don't even know. Oh Usually, we have like maybe one or two. And that's what's so weird about this. It's like 45 minutes of this Love in Paradise. We have three couples this episode that we were introduced to. We still have three more, you know? Do you guys know finally- anything? Sorry, go ahead. No, they finally put it on TLC, like to start off with. So that's yes. interesting because before it was all on Discovery Plus. Hmm. Um, and y- usually when they put it on TLC, I mean, I know Seeking Brother Husband is still for only 45 minutes and saying same with Seeking Sister Wife, but it hasn't got the juggernaut hour and a half slot <laughs> no. yet. So Thank it's God. still quite manageable. And I, and I am excited that it's not going to be 17 episodes, you know? I hated, I hated HEA. It was like 17 episodes. So it's going to be fun, concise, cute. And then we're going to move on. Yes. No, I I love the 45 minutes. And I wonder, are they putting it on TLC? Are people just bailing on Discovery Plus? Because as we said earlier, I don't know if it was on the podcast or off, but now that they're not releasing it early on Discovery Plus, there's like no reason for so many people to have it. So maybe there's like, you know what? People don't have Discovery Plus. Put Love and Paradise on 
on TLC. Well, Discovery Plus is merging with HBO. That's true. So it's going to call it Max. And all like the badass shows like Succession and White Lotus and great movies like Harry Potter are going to be on the same channel as all this trash we love. So it'll be interesting. But I'm here for it because, I mean, one subscription for all. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can let go. So it's going to be it's going to be called Max. Yeah. So not HBO Max. So I need to let go of HBO Max. Good to know. Thank you. I feel, I don't know when they're merging. I think it's soon, but yeah, they're going to merge. And so it's going to be cheaper for us, I hope, unless they make the math, do the math and the subscription is going to be like $25 a month. Yeah, Yeah. $25 a month. (laughs) That may, that may play into what you guys do though. Very nicely with the, with docu-series and documentaries and all the HBO content Mm -hmm. as well as the trashy discovery content. Yeah, we actually do a lot of Netflix and Hulu when it comes to those kind of docu-series too. But um, I just want to say, yeah, the three couples, now that this is, we don't know anything about the couples other than their names, but the, one of their names is that we have another Valentine. Can you believe that we're going to have oh, two yeah. Valentines oh. on this show, which is like mildly annoying? Oh. One has a big no. L, so you can, you know, one has a big, <laughs> one big yeah. L. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's Everton and Jordan, April and Valentine, and Anna and Matthew. Um so, God, we'll just we'll just see, shall we? You know, a lot to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Previews look juicy. And you guys, you guys are covering this on your free feed. We are, yeah, we covering this on our free feed, and we are doing Love After Lockup as well. Of course, we're doing Ninety Day Fiance Toe. We just got done with Love Is Blind. We don't. We have to look for our next kind of little juicy docu-series that's kind of bingy in a streaming service. We don't know what one to do. So Ooh. if you have any recommendations. Outlast. I- no. You Jenny, don't like I, it, John? I do, but to talk about it, I don't I don't know if there's much to talk. It's um it's the Netflix it's like survivor, survivor show oh, in Alaska. 16 survivalists compete for a chance to win a cash prize in Alaskan wilderness. That's so funny because while so it's alone, like alone yeah. yeah. So is it is it yes. like Alone and Survivor at the same time on Netflix? Completely. <laughs> it's a t- we'll it's see. team it's a team version of Alone. Yes. Oh. Competitive. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you get more action, and they do have camera people. So it's like I loved Alone, but I hated that it was all like selfie filmed. Uh-huh. I kind of still want to feel like I'm there, and I didn't feel it. They do have camera people here because. They follow them around. They still do the whole thing. Like they don't have anything. They have a you know few items to build their shelters with and all that. Mm-hmm. But everything else, you know, they just do on their own. The camera people just follow them. They don't help out. And I like it. Huh. Wow. Have you? You know, we did Jared um, a, from Subway a mo- <laughs> catching a monster. And Chris was so upset during the whole thing because it wasn't funny. And it's, you couldn't make it funny because it's about like, trigger warning child inappropriateness and so like so but it did kind of well on our, on our thing so like all the horrible ones it's kind of hard okay <laughs> they're not they're not funny and it's hard for us to make the you know be clever and funny with it we're yeah. excited about match me abroad have you heard yes. about that one no that's gonna be on, that's on tlc next month i think and may it's based- 14th Oh, Teresa's got our calendar circled. <laughs> um, we're most excited about it because f- finally there's going to be people in the Czech Republic. Uh, none of these 90-day uh. shows have, have Czech people finally. And this, the storyline here, I think, is Americans 
looking for love in other countries. But the twist is there's matchmakers in the Czech Republic, in Morocco, in Colombia, and they're going to help Americans match with these foreigners. Oh, it's kind of like Caesar. Caesar and Ukraine. Yes. Yes. So a whole whole series of that. I'm very excited because the mentality of Czech people is like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, I love it here. And so I honestly, I don't know. As I mentioned before, I was an au pair, right? I had, I met plenty of Czech au pairs. 95% are back home. They just did not like it. And the reason why I stay, I stayed for college. Mm-hmm. Say for my education, I stayed for work. And I met John while I was doing all that. So I didn't meet John when I was no pair. I was past that. And I met him at a point in my life where I was like, I knew what I'm doing, right? But so many of my like Czech opera friends, they were like, no, we're going back home. Like, yeah, we're, but not, I think, we're not staying here. I think Match Me Abroad, who's to say that the Americans wouldn't move like the that's other way style? That's very true. That's mm-hmm. very true. So that's did that's you, on the radar. Well, it depends on teach? the vi- the visa. I mean, sorry, most of the, sometimes it just obviously depends mm-hmm. on whether the person they're in love with can even step can even get a visa, right? Like so, sure. I, and obviously, I wish I could be more. There's a, it's a it's just and the list of countries are just like whatever privileges some people get and some people don't on just you know what whether their country is on a list or whatever. So I guess I don't. I, I also now want to see like what countries they pick. Like, is Morocco on one of those lists? I think it was. I think it was Morocco, yeah. Colombia check Mm -hmm. can you answer me a question this is off topic what's the difference between a nanny and au pair au pair means that you teach them a a language right no it's like au pair it's like um yeah so au pair it's almost like it's a program so it means like it's an international person it's someone who doesn't live in your town or in your country and you're Mm -hmm. bringing a different perspective into your home and it's it's literally an exchange program. So like there is an agency. Like, so when I, when I apply, you have to apply to this agency, you go for an interview, you have to get certified for like, if the child chokes on a candy and then you have to prove that you've, you work with kids. So so I took a bunch of photos with random kids that my mom is a teacher. (laughs) So I was like, Uh, no, we're not talking about the Jared, the Jared documentary anymore. (laughs) No, but I, <laughs> I have cousins too, so I like pictures with kids. And I did teach art classes for kids in high school. It was my high school job. Um, and then you apply to this agency, you create your profile once you get approved. And then the families in the US are going through your profiles. And if they want to chat, they request a chat. So you get on like online chat, but you both have to agree. So it's not like, oh, mm-hmm. they pick you, go. Like you have to match. Mm-hmm. It's almost like mm-hmm. Tinder in yeah. a way. And if you do match, then the agency, you know, they send you a plane ticket. You fly the agency I was here with. It's called Open in America. So mm-hmm. you fly to New York City. You spend like five days in Stanford doing all these trainings and some trips to New York, meeting other au pairs. And then you go to the family. And then once a month, there is this... Um, like a coordinator who lives in the area, comes to your house, make sure they take care of you, make sure you have your own room, you have your own bathroom, like make sure you have what you need. You need to be getting paid. Like there's so many things. And if the families don't follow through, you can do a rematch. So mm. it's almost like, um, it's not just, oh, I come to the US and I live on my own. It's like you have a security blanket, right? But once uh, okay. it's a limited project. So you apply for J1 visa, this for one year. And there is an extension. Aren't you glad you asked, Wa? 
for yeah. it. Yeah, no, I really am. I'm into this uh. because I thought I thought you, the, I thought the difference was is that you were teaching the children another language. Like no. the pair, if she's French, she's teaching them French. No, okay. it's more for the opera to learn English, to be honest. And okay. I think at the end of the day, it's just more comf- comforting for the family to have someone to get to know, living with them. And the girls are more invested in being with the kids because I, I hate to say this, but you don't have anyone else, right? It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, like you are a little living nanny that goes out and whatever. It's like, no, like that's, that's your family. So you get on like a deeper level anyway. I'm still in touch with the family. They went to our wedding and we're still oh, nice. very, very friendly. So it's, if, if you get lucky and you find a nice family, it's, it's beautiful. If you don't, I've heard crazy horror stories from even girls I know in person. And I wouldn't wish anyone to go through that. So, Oh, well, thank you for telling me that. That's great. Now, for now sure. I know. All right. Well, we've clearly reached that point in the podcast <laughs> where, where Teresa forgets we're recording. Absolutely. Oh, are we? <laughs> oh, I was going to add one more thing since we were recording. I remember this one time that we watched a YouTube video of you, Chris, and you had this posters of Alphonse Mucha behind you, uh-huh. who's uh-huh. a Czech artist, and we were commenting on it and you were like talking back to us. I don't know if you remember because this is like three years ago. Yes. We oh were like, my oh. God. That, oh my God. That just right? this came is apartment in, in West Hollywood. Oh my God! Yes, yes, yes! Thank you so much. Shout for out commenting. to Muka. Yeah. yeah no, I love. I thank you for liking that. Yeah, I with theater arts nerdy nerd nerd nerd, and this is a French Nouveau artist who like championed this. Yes. Uh, that that kind, but also besides doing doing that, did amazing theater posters with like Sarah Bernhardt, who was like this female actress that played Hamlet at the turn of the century. She was like, you know, like the biggest star of the stage. And she was this female who played all these badass roles. And she saw all of her posters and all of these theaters uh, for her roles are all that style. I just like die for them. And of course he does like different advertisements, I think, but yeah, thank He's you. He's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't do just that. We went to his exhibition last year in Czech. John, how would you describe it? Like it was that those like large scale paintings. You remember? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he did so. Yeah. So many different styles. Like Chris was saying, I love the advertising aspect of what he did. But then, yeah, he's just a great painter. And then one of our favorite Czech wines, they use his art for the labels, Vino Z Czech. Oh, yes. I would. Yeah. No, I've listened. I buy wine by the by the label all the time. So I'm Mm -hmm. a label, I'm a a wine label whore. So mm -hmm. keep an eye out for it. Same. Done. Yeah. Well, awesome. That was so much fun. Guys, tell our listeners where they can find you if they haven't already. Okay, this is how you do it. We're docu sweeties. Thank you so much for obviously having us. Now, just so you know, obviously part one of this happened in our free feed. You can listen to wherever you listen to podcasts free. That's podcast. That's Apple, Spotify, Amazon, you name it. However, if you want to see the visuals, and we give it, mm -hmm, uh, we do on Patreon. So you can also find us there. We are at DocuSweeties on Instagram, at DocuSweeties on TikTok, at DocuSweeties1 on Twitter. And then Wa's going to tell you about the Patreon, Wa. Yeah, so if you want to see the visuals of whatever you listen to on our podcast, you can do so on patreon.com slash docusweeties. It's $10 a month, and you get to get the audio uh, visuals immediately after we record it. It gets loaded up onto our patio, uh, Patreon feed. Also, Mm -hmm. (laughs) on our veranda, 
<laughs> also, um, you get exclusive content. Uh, when we do a docu-series that we're not ready to put out, we'll put it on uh, the Patreon first. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we ask your opinion on what you want to see. And if we watch something extra, we also do a live every first Monday of the month. Mm-hmm. There's only one tier. It's $10. Mm-hmm. And we would love for you guys to join us and become part of the Patreon uh, familia. Mm-hmm. And I, I may or may not have shown my feet on the Patreon in part one. So <laughs> we're still go find from a, go, that. Go find out. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, guys. This was so much fun. Yes. Um, this looks like a wild season. So so listen to all of our thoughts everywhere, wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Wa. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you, guys. We Thank had a you. blast. All right. Thank we'll talk to, talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.